Praise be to God, it's wonderful and a great occasion for us to be gathered together in one place, the church, to be worshiping God today on this very special occasion. And uh, week by week, okay, we have been prepared by the liturgy. Yung pagsisinba natin linggo-linggo since the beginning of the year, it's preparing us for the revelation that is going to be made on this the last Sunday of the church year. We come to the culmination, yung katapusan ng, ng taon natin, church year. And we come to a celebration of Jesus Christ as Lord and King. In the Roman Catholic Church, they call this day as the solemnity. Solemnity means the highest of all feasts. Okay. So sa Roman Catholic kasi may mga degree yung feast nila. No? They have the memorial when we remember the saints. Okay, when we celebrate the feast of the saints, tawag nila dyan memorial. Then they have a higher feast. Yung tinatawag nilang feast. No? It has something to do with the uh, life of the church. But when you say it is a solemnity, it is the highest feast of all. Because it has something to do with the life of our Lord that is significant to our salvation. Amen? So in the Roman Catholic, they call this uh, the solemnity of Christ, the King of the universe. In the CEC, ang tawag natin sa araw na ito, we are celebrating the Feast of Christ the King. Yan ang sa atin, Feast of Christ the King. In some Protestant circles, some Protestant denomination, they also celebrate this day Ang tawag nila sa araw na to is Christ the King Day. Okay, so iba-iba ang tawag natin. But just to give you a background, bakit celebrate natin yung Feast of Christ the King? Well, it is not an ancient feast. It is not a feast celebrated by the early church fathers. The Feast of Christ the King was only instituted in the church during 1925. So bago lang siya. Parang 97 years pa lang celebrate yung Feast of Christ the King. And it was introduced by a Roman Catholic bishop who became Pope later on, si Pope Pius XI. Okay? Pope Pius XI, when he became Pope of Rome in 1925, no? nakita niya that the world, yung mundo sa time niya, kakatapos lang ng World War I. And because katatapos lang ng World War I, sabi nila, it is the war that will end all wars. So people believe that World War I, yun ang pinaka-mother of all wars, pag natapos yan, matatapos ng gera sa mundo. Okay? But sad to say, hindi ganyan ang nangyayari. After World War I, the people are now beginning to look at leaders. Okay? Lumalabas na yung mga dictators, lumalabas na yung mga tyrants, leaders of nations, and instead of having peace after World War I, they are now growing and brewing to start another war. Okay? And itong si Pope Pius na nakikita niya, that as the nations after the war, pagkatapos ng gera, you know, the leaders and the people of nations are now beginning to look at the politics. Okay? They are now beginning to put away the religious life away from them. Kasi sinasabi ng mga tao, walang namang nagawa yung religion natin. Walang nagawa 
yung buhay natin sa Panginoon to stop the wars. And so there was a, an increasing, a rampant increase in secularism and atheism. Secularism is a philosophy. It's a mindset among people. Naniniwala yung mga tao na there is a separation of religion. There is a separation of religion from the political, the economic, the social and cultural aspects of life. In other words, sinasabi na ng tao, okay, tabi na natin yung religion. Wala namang nagagawa yan eh. So pagdating sa politika, okay, walang religion, religion. Walang Diyos, Diyos pag politika. When it comes to economics, okay, when it comes to social and cultural aspects of life, they push God away because God is not significant anyway. Yan ang secularism. You are trying to separate God from your everyday activity. Okay? For them, our faith, dahil sa secularism, faith is now being treated as purely personal matter. So yung faith mo kay Lord, wag mong dalhin sa public yan. Yung faith mo kay Lord, iuwi mo lang sa bahay mo. Keep your faith in God private. And so, Pope Pius XI, nakikita niya yan, it is growing among the nations, among the peoples. People are now beginning to think, okay, my faith is a personal matter, it's a private thing, it has nothing to do with politics, it has nothing to do with my life in this world. And not only secularism, but also Pope Pius XI saw that there is now an increasing mindset among the nations of atheism. Atheism is the disbelief or the lack of belief in God. People are becoming more and more and more convinced na walang Diyos ang mundo dahil sa mga nangyayari. So these are the two things that prompted Pope Pius. Sabi niya, hindi pwede to. Because if this continues on pag pinatuloy ito, you know what will happen? We will now put God in a box. Amen? We will now put God in a box. There will be a, God will be compartmentalized. Our faith is compartmentalized. In other words, pag sa simbahan tayo, sige, Jesus, Jesus tayo. Pag labas mo sa simbahan, walang pakialam si Jesus sa akin. Buhay ko na to. And Pope Pius saw that coming already. And 1925, sabi niya, hindi pwede. Governments may come and go. Kings, presidents, prime ministers, emperors, they come and go. But Jesus will always be the king. And his kingdom will not be limited in the church. It will not be limited in your private life. The kingdom of God will encompass all creation. Kaya ginawa ni Pope Pius, sabi niya, okay, we will celebrate. The year 1925, he instituted the celebration of the feast, the solemnity of Christ the King. And you know, the other churches, kahit na hindi sila in full communion, the, the Eastern Church, the Anglican Church, nung nakita nila, sabi nila, tama yan. Tama yan. And even the Protestant churches, nagalit nagalit sa Roman Catholic Church, they agreed that Christ 
as Lord should be celebrated to remind everyone of the importance of this, of this reality that Jesus is really Lord, not only in our life, but in all of God's creation. Today, if fast forward mo 97 years after, anong sitwasyon ng mundo ngayon? Are we much in a better situation than the Christians in 1925? Kalalabas rin natin sa gera, di ba? We came out from a war, and it is a war against the sickness, COVID. And people after COVID, nandito na tayo, and sabi nila, tapos na yung COVID, you know, are people coming back to church? Are people, are, do we see the church growing in numbers? O nakikita ba natin yung simbahan, kumukonti na naman yung tao? Kumukonting pumupunta sa church? Because again, secularism. Okay? I have to help my business. Walang, walang, what labot roginoo karon sa business? Akon tara. Akot agad discarte karon. Okay? And there is a growing increase. No? There is an increase in, in the number of people who are now doubting and beginning to doubt the existence of God. So our world today is not different from that time Pope Pius XI started the Feast of Christ the King. That's why we need to continue on. We need to celebrate that. We need to remind ourselves, and not only ourselves, but to proclaim that in the world that we live in today, that no matter what happens, problems may arise, problems may come and go, governments may rise and fall, kingdoms would come, and they would just dissipate. But the kingdom of Christ will be forever. And it is an everlasting kingdom. And Jesus will always remain supreme as king of all creation. Background pa lang yan. Okay? So what is the significance of this feast today as we look at the readings today? Our first reading, our first reading today from the book of Jeremiah the prophet Jeremiah. We see here Jeremiah prophesying at the time na talagang magulo na yung Israel. The leaders of Israel, instead of taking care of the people, they were oppressing the people. They were taking advantage of the people. And so God made a promise. He made a promise to His covenant people through the prophet Jeremiah that He is going to raise up a king from the line of David. Okay? And that king will reign wisely and will do what is just and right in the land. Yan ang first reading natin. It talks of God's promise that there will come a time a king will come and he is going to save Israel. And he is going to rule wisely, justly, and rightly in the land. Our second reading speaks of God who rescued us from the kingdom of darkness, okay? And brought us into the kingdom of the Son He loves, and that is Jesus Christ. So today we talk still about kingdom. And when we talk about the kingdom of God, we cannot help but just think of the King Himself, Jesus Christ, okay? And today, we look at the gospel 
magugulat kayo kasi yung gospel natin, ang feast natin is Christ the King. You know? Sa Old Testament, sinasabing may King na darating. Okay? Then, our New Testament reading talks about the kingdom of light. From the kingdom of darkness, you are now into the kingdom of light. It is a spectacular event that our readings are mentioning. But when we look at the gospel today, pag tiningnan natin yung gospel tong araw na to, the gospel talks to us about the crucifixion of Christ. Pinako si Lord sa cross. You know, isn't that an irony? Why? Okay. Amen? Hindi ba kayo nagtataka? Feast of Christ the King and we see here Jesus Christ crucified on the cross. And as we look at the gospel today, we could not help but we are scandalized because God's love for mankind is always scandalous. There is there are two things you need to know about the love of God for you. God's love is radical. When you say it's radical, God's love for you is very deep. God's love for you is so deep that it can change you from the inside out. But God's love is also scandalous. Okay? It's so scandalous that a king would go to the cross and give his life for a slave. Hindi nangyayari yan. Hari, mamamatay para sa isang slave. God, God would send His only begotten Son. For what? To die, to die for sinners like me. That is how much God loves us that it scandalizes us and we do not see beyond yung nakikita lang ng mata natin. That's why in the gospel, the promised king that will save the whole earth, the promised king that will save his people Israel, the promised king that will reign and rule wisely in the world, suddenly we find Him being crucified on the cross. Pinapako na sa cross. And our gospel today starts with that. And all the people can see is a man being crucified on the cross. That's why the leaders of Israel, together with the people, they sneered at Him. Pinagtatawanan nila siya. Okay? Oh, yan ang king natin. And they put a title on the cross on top of his head. Nilagyan nilang title, King of the Jews. And it was written in Greek. It was written in Latin. It was written in, in Jewish language. So everyone can see. They declare Jesus as king, but in mockery. Pangyaguta. They were mocking him. The prophetic utterance of the king coming was spoken in mockery. The soldiers, they mocked him, laughed at him. The criminal that was crucified beside him started to insult him. 
Anong sinasabi nila? Oh, sabi ng mga Jewish leader, you save others, now save yourself. Then the criminal on his left also said, oh, why don't you save yourself and save us? So all these things was a scandal. It was a mockery. Because Jesus is trying to show us what royalty and what kingship is all about. The scripture says that Jesus Christ said, you know, I'm going to come to you as a shepherd. Yes, he is king. But he's going to come to us not to lord it over us. But he has come to serve us, to help us. Walang nakakakilala sa kanya. Hari, kasama mo, mga kriminal kasama sa cross, pinapako. That's why the thief said to him, Oh, why don't you save yourself and you save us? But out of that situation may nangyari. Something happened. Something strange happened. Because there was also another criminal on his right. A thief. When he saw Christ crucified on the cross, he saw something that everyone else did not see. He saw the promised Messiah, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Yun ang nakita niya. Okay. And today, we can learn from the example of that thief because that thief is now teaching us how we can be saved. Amen? And we can learn. We learn from the gospel today because not anyone can save mankind except the king, the king himself. Nobody recognized Jesus. Nobody saw Christ as king only the thief. At itong thief na to may pangalan to. The church named him Saint Dismas. Siya yung patron saint ng mga kriminal. Okay? And let's look at what Saint Dismas said to him, no? Babasahin ko lang yung part na iniinsulto si Jesus ng isang kriminal. One of the criminals who hung there hurled insults at him. Aren't you the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other criminal rebuked him, Don't you fear God? Di ka ba natatakot sa Diyos? Since you are under the same sentence, we are punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus answered him, I tell you the truth. Today, you will be with me in paradise. That thief has no more life to live on earth. Bilang na yung oras niya sa mundo. Amen? He had no time to transform and change and make amends for his life. 
But even at his last breath, when he turned and recognized Jesus, nakita niya. Okay? He became the example for us all how we can receive the salvation that Jesus offers on the cross. Siya naging example. The first thing he did was admit. The first thing he did was acknowledge his sin. And in the world today, bakit magulong mundo? Kasi hindi natin inaako pa rin na ang dami natin kasalanan. We even justify ourselves. People are coming to war justifying themselves instead of admitting their failure and their sins. Hindi na natin ginagawa yan. But a thief, when he saw Christ, when he encountered Christ, he saw he saw not only a man crucified on the cross, he saw the King himself, the Messiah. Kaya ang sabi niya, I am a sinful person and I deserve to die. There was now the acknowledgement of his sin. And the second thing that the thief did Ang sabi niya, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. When he said that, eto kagad ang sagot ng Panginoon sa kanya. I tell you the truth. Today, you will be with me in paradise. Why? Because Jesus did not come to save himself. Amen? The king did not come to this world, did not come to his people to save himself. He has come to save you, to save them, and to save me. Yan ang punta niya dito. Not for himself. That's why nung nakita yan ng criminal na yon, sabi niya, Jesus, remember me when you enter into your kingdom. Two things about salvation. Two things that we need to understand. First, you must acknowledge Jesus as Lord. Amen? Paano in-acknowledge ng thief na si Jesus ay Lord? Sabi niya, you will go into your kingdom. He knows the thief knows that Jesus is a king and he has a kingdom. Kaya sabi niya, Lord, sabi niya, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He acknowledges Christ as Lord. He acknowledges Christ as king when he acknowledged that there is a kingdom of God. And the second thing we have to understand also, ang sabi niya, Lord, remember me. Alam nyo ba nung ibig sabihin yan? Remember me? When you tell the Lord to remember you, actually what the thief was saying, Lord, save me. Help me. Huwag mo akong kalimutan. And today, I share that with you because in a world that God is being compartmentalized, in a world na inichipwera na ang Diyos, 
yung pananampalataya natin is being removed from the daily life of the church. There is now there is now a need for the body of Christ to come to the world. Yun ang mission natin eh. To go into the world. To go into the world and proclaim number one, Christ is King. Amen? Yan yung mission natin. You go into the world. Okay? You go into the world and preach the gospel. The gospel. Ano yung gospel natin? That the Son of God who is King of the universe, who is the Lord of all, He did not come to save Himself, but He has come to save us. The only person who can save us is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Siya lang. Walang ibang pwedeng tutulong sa atin or to save us from our sins. Only the King Himself. That's why it is important that you acknowledge, that you know, you believe. For it is with the heart, for it is with the heart that one believes to righteousness. If you believe in your heart that Christ is King, then the second thing you have to believe is that He is not just King, He is also your Savior. Because as king, he is the only one who can save you. And sabi nga ng isang leper na yon, sabi niya, Lord, if you are willing, you can heal me. And Jesus said, I am willing. So he's not just king. He is not just Lord. He is also our savior. Amen? That is why that is our confession. That is our profession. And that profession of Jesus as King and Savior, that enabled us to receive salvation into our life. Tinawag pa natin yan. Tinawag pa natin yan na born again. Na born again tayo. Na tao mulit. Pinanganak mulit. Okay? We are born again. When we believe Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we are born again when we accepted Him as our Lord and Savior. To accept Him means to trust in Him, to believe in Him. That is the profession of the church. And you know what? We do not say it once. We say it every day in our life. The confession of Christ as Lord and Savior is not a one-time deal. It is something that you continue to profess and confess, Jesus is my Lord. He is my Savior. Why? Because we have to grow in that profession. We will never grow in our commitment. We will never grow in our Christian life until we grow in the profession that Christ is my King and my Savior. That's why today on this Feast of Christ the King, and today we're going to have fun. We're going to enjoy ourselves. Why? Because we believe Christ is our King. Amen? And we believe that He is our Savior. Hindi yan ginawa ko noon, hindi yan para kahapon lang, but it's my profession every day. Kahapon, my classmate, I greeted my classmate, sabi ko sa kanya, Happy Feast of Christ the King. 
Then my classmate tested, nag-text siya ulit sa akin, sabi niya, I am praying for you kasi masama ang panahon sa aklan. Sabi niya, nakikita ko dito sa mapa, you are going to have a very bad weather on the Feast of Christ the King. So sabi niya, may God have mercy on you, Padre. And I texted this classmate of mine back, sabi ko sa kanya, rain or shine, Jesus will rain and continue to shine in my life. Rain or shine. Kaya tuloy, tuloy natin to. Tuloy natin pagsa-celebrate natin. Because this is our profession. This is our confession as a church. We are going to go into missions. We are going to go into the world. We bring the message of salvation, the message of the gospel. And how do we bring that? By professing in our own life that Jesus is my King. He is my Lord and He's the only one who can save me. Now, ang question ko ganito, do you truly believe that? Naniniwala pa ba kayo niyan? Amen? Because if you truly believe that, that will be manifested in your life just like the thief. Sabi niya, Lord, remember me when you enter into my kingdom. And Jesus said to him, today, you shall be with me in paradise today. And today, this is also what the Lord is asking us. Do we believe that Jesus is Lord? Do you believe that Jesus is Savior? Amen. We believe that He is King of creation. We believe that He is the King of the nations. He is the King of the universe. As the Roman Catholics would declare, Jesus Christ is the King of the universe. Pero itong tanong ko, sa'yo, sa personal mong buhay, is Jesus King of your life? You know, may kinanta tayo kanina as we were preparing to go to the procession. May kanta tayo kanina. Uh, we come into the King's Chamber. We enter the King's Chamber. We come into His holy presence, into His chamber, and we will never be the same again. Do you know where the king's chamber is? The chamber is the most personal place where Jesus is staying in your life. Where is the king's chamber in your life? Where? Yes, this is the king's chamber. You enter your heart every day. And every day you look at your heart, you enter your heart every day. Tingnan mo yung puso mo araw-araw. Pumasok ka sa puso mo araw-araw. Tingnan mo sa loob ng puso na yan, may trono diyan. There is a throne there. And this is a question that you need to ask yourself. And ito rin yung tinatanong ko palagi sa sarili ko. Every time I enter my heart and I see the throne there, I ask myself, sino ang nakaupo diyan? Sino? Kaya naalala niyo yung the first time, the first time na sinabi mo, Jesus is my King, pinaupo niyo siya sa trono dyan eh. Kaya di ba na-experience mo, joy, yung peace, ang saya, ang galak. You've experienced that in your life, right? Amen? The first time, the first time you gave up the throne in your heart and allowed Jesus to sit there, there was so much joy. But there are many Christians today who are not experiencing that joy anymore. Bakit? 
tingnan nyo ulit yung puso nyo. Kasi baka tinulak mo na si Lord palayo. At ikaw na naman ang nakaupo dyan. Because every time you sit down in the throne of your heart, you will not have peace. You will not have joy. That's why you have to look at your heart every day. You enter into the king's chamber. And you will never be the same again because every time you look at your heart, you look at the throne, sinong nakaupo dyan? Is it my business? Is it my friends? Sino nakaupo sa throne ng puso ko? That's why to confess Christ as King and Lord, it is a daily affirmation that Lord, please sit on my throne. Sit on the throne of my heart. Dapat ikaw nakaupo dyan. And this is what we are doing as a church today. We, we come here, we are reaffirming that it is Jesus who sits in the throne of my heart. Now, if Jesus sits in the throne of your heart as King and Lord of your life, He will not save Himself. He will save you. He will not take care of Himself. Nakaupo na siya sa trono ng puso mo. He will take care of Himself. No, He will not take care of Himself. He will take care of you. That's why He becomes your Savior when you acknowledge Him as your Lord and King of your life. Automatically, He comes to save you. He will save you. Amen? Today, many of you have already made that confession many years ago. You made a confession that Jesus is Lord and King of your life. How many of you did that many years ago? How many of you made the confession that Jesus Christ is my Savior? Amen. We have to grow in that confession. And so we have to confess it every day, every day in our life, acknowledging, Lord, you are the King of my life. And guess what? Etong maganda. Challenge ating lahat. Do not do it privately anymore. Amen? The world needs to see Christ as King. And we are not going to be private about that. We are going to go public. That's why we're going to go on mission. We are going to declare that Christ is King of the whole world. Christ is King of creation. Look at me. Christ is King in my life. And Christ can be the King of your life, if you want. Amen? Hindi na tayo private. Public tayo. Just like the thief, when he was dying on the cross, openly sa lahat ng tao, nakatingin siya sa kanyang hari, nakasama niyang nakapako sa cross, but he went beyond the circumstances. He did not consider the circumstances anymore. He looked at Christ and he didn't care if he is hanging on the cross, if he is bleeding to death, if he is naked over there, if he is poor over there. The thief did not mind that. The thief was looking, this man is the king. This man is my king. And sabi niya, Lord, save me. And this is what Jesus said to him today. Just like Zacchaeus when Jesus said, today salvation has come to your house. Why did salvation come to his house that day? Because Jesus was there. Salvation is with us every day. Do we see it? Nakikita ba natin yan araw-araw? We are being saved. As we continue to profess and confess, Jesus is my Lord.
He is my king. Amen. Amen. If you have